92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey guys, it's AC. Quick thing before the show starts, just want to let everybody know we are finally up on iTunes, we are up on Stitcher, you can find us all the way back at Spreaker, so download the show, find us, uh, get all that done, so you can keep up with us. Also, we are up on Twitter finally, at STTC Podcast. you can follow us there, interact with us, and just have a good time. Anyway, here's the show. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shot Through the Charts Music Review Podcast. My name is AC Ponce. This is Stephanie Henderson. Welcome to episode three of Shot Through the Charts. Uh, Shot Through the Charts, and you're too late. I need a new one. You need a new one. You need... Quit playing games with my chart. There you go. My chart. Okay. Baby. I I didn't mean to cut you off. I was... (laughs) I meant that was a, I was trying to say save some for the other ones, but anyway, I'll find a new um, one. Don't you worry. Okay, <laughs> awesome, fantastic, uh, guys. This is the shot through the chart podcast. Uh, Repeating ourselves now. We, We're no, not now. <laughs> if you've listened to the past two episodes, I'm pretty re- repetitive. Well, at least you're consistent. I'm consistent. <laughs> that's that's one of my the hallmarks of being me. Oh boy. Oh um, but anyway, shout through the chart podcast. This is the podcast <laughs> where we review the top 100 songs of the Billboard charts throughout the years. Uh, we are starting with the year 1990s. Uh, we've already covered songs 40 through 36 in our last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Subscribe to the podcast so that way you can keep track of all the songs with us. And we are doing the top 40 of that top 100 for the year. Correct, correct, correct. So uh, this is actually going to be songs number 35 to 31 today. So uh, there's some good songs on this list. I'm really yeah, excited to get one. to them. Uh, before that, we're going to do we're gonna do a little bit of... Uh, Mu- this is usually where we do music news, but uh-huh. we're just really excited about this particular album. Even though it came out last year, about September, I believe. And it just... He just killed it. It was amazing. Yeah. Came November, out, okay. Yeah. So we're talking about Bruno Mars's new album, uh, 24 Karat Magic. I know everyone has already heard uh, the titular song yes. off of that album. That uh, a fancy a, word. A bit. I'm a fancy guy. What was that? <laughs> titular. Title. Ti- titular. <laughs> nope. Never mind. Um, but I'm sure everyone's already heard the the, the title the, track. The title track. Um, A billion times over already, but uh, we wanted to take a look at some of the other songs on the album. So worth it, though, because I feel like that song does not get old. Like, it's not one of those songs where you're just like, okay, turn this damn thing off. At least for me, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are there. Oh, yeah. uh, Those are people who listen to the radio 24-7 and only get the same 10 songs all the time. So me. Yes. Um... 
so yeah, let's let's take a look at this. So uh, we'll 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 take a look at what what he's got going on on his uh, on his album here. So the first song on the on the album is Twenty Four Karat Magic, like yes. we talked about before. Um, what were your first impressions of the song when you first heard it? I loved it. I thought it was uniquely Bruno Mars, but also it kind of <coughs> brought back some some soulfulness, some funk, some. Mm-hmm. I don't know some a little bit of edge to to pop, mm-hmm. you know, and and Bruno Mars always likes to push the envelope, you know, with everything he does, mm-hmm. and I think that his vocals were phenomenal. Yes, phenomenal, um, really, fer- phenomenal, phenomenal, covered in fur. <laughs> but he's an animal. Uh, I was gonna make a joke about it, one of his other songs, but uh, oh uh, but no, just to reference one of his other songs anyway. Um, I, I feel like he's been on this trend of going. Going retro ever since yes. uh, his, I guess that was his last album with, um, uh, what was that? Unorthodox Jukebox, I think, that oh, had yes. Treasure on yes. there. Yes. Did that also okay. have Uptown Funk on there as well? Yes. Or was that its yes. own signal? No, no, no. Signal. Single. Wow. <laughs> We're on I it today. I can say titular, but I can't <laughs> say single. We're on it today. But no, yeah, so uh, Uptown Funk was just also one of those songs yes. where, and, and it's great because Grun- Bruno, Gr- good wow. goodness, Bruno Mars knows that, you know, he's very, very strategic and whoever's on his team is very strategic about what his single is, his first single is, <clears throat> because when Uptown Funk came out, that was, you know, the single that just launched that album, which was amazing, and then 24 Karat Magic for this one, and then, you know, the subsequent mm-hmm. songs are equally as amazing. But also, there's something about this whole, for me at least, this whole album. It, it's just, it goes in one specific direction, with the exception of one song. I was like, this does not fit. Mm. You have different ideas about that. But I just, you can tell from an artist standpoint, from an art school student standpoint, he has one particular theme. Mm-hmm. His one particular focus, and it's it's very clear throughout the whole thing, and I and I love that because I don't want to hear an album that's like f this girl and f that girl, and then like I love you, baby. Like I don't know, no, that doesn't make Bounces sense. Back and forth, right? Between what it what the message is, right? And I I don't know, but the the way and the songs and the ratio of slow songs to you know upbeat songs were were really good too. Okay. Um... So the next song, the number two track, is Chunky. Love it. Uh, great song. Um, you may have heard the song already. Uh, what was it? The it Victoria was the Victoria's Secret? Secret Fashion Show. Right, right. Just when was that? <laughs> you were you are a, a fashion, fashion student. <laughs> you should be it up was to in, date on these. It was in either end of January, beginning of February. Okay, all right. It was for, I believe it was for Pink. It wasn't for Victoria's Secret, you know, the, the grown-up oh, side. It was it. for Victoria's, Victoria's Secret Pink. Mm, okay. Because I remember the little dog was in the, the little pink stuffed animal dog. Okay. And the backpacks and the strappiness You're... and the hats and the beanies and the youthful things. So, that yeah. just went way over my head. But anyway. Ladies, you know um, what I'm talking about. Another, uh, an awesome song. Uh, yeah, I love that song. Oh, it's just so funky. It and, is. And you just want to dance. And right. It, it reminds me of, dance. it reminds <laughs> me of Treasure a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. Um, it has that, that energy. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think what what else about it, but I think I think we both laughed at the fact that it was sung at the Victoria's yes. Secret fashion show, and it's called Chunky. Yeah, and it's talking about girls, thick girls. None of those girls fit that description. No, that <laughs> so. is not the Victoria's Secret aesthetic. But I mean, it worked because it was so upbeat, and all the girls were so. You know, they're really into the song, mm-hmm. so they were, like, dancing. Instead of just, like, walking or strutting down the runway, they were really, you know, enjoying themselves and dancing it out. And it's funny because they show you a little bit of the backstage during the music video mm-hmm. for it, or the recording of it, and you can see that the girls are so distracted just, like, trying to dance and enjoy the song that they almost miss their cue to start walking. But, yeah, I mean, that I guess that's a a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I had a name that I was going to attach to it, but I can't think of it right now. It, I'll probably put it up on the show notes if I do remember who yes. it is, who I can compare it to. But uh, uh, the next song is Perm. I love this song. I think, so I think much. the con- general consensus is, is you love this entire album. I really do, except for the one song that we haven't gotten to yet. But I don't know. This song, it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. And there's so many metaphors and puns and alliteration yes. and just... It's, it's, it's poetic. Yeah. In, in a, in a goofy way. I'll, I'll ask you to elaborate on that in a bit, but I I like this (laughs) song simply because for those of you who love, uh, listening to like James Brown Mm -hmm. and just, you know, a guy, like whenever you listen to James Brown or like watch one of his performances, you see him just like own it, be the star and be the conductor of the band. And I feel like that's what was happening in this song too. It's like. That's true, because, okay, so when you just said, you know, James Brown and being the conductor mm-hmm. of the band, I just pictured one of his performances where he was just like, yes, let's do yeah, this. it's like getting the band and the, yeah. getting them way mm-hmm. into it. Uh, you know, they do... It's you know, a whole group effort. It's not just... Right, like, exactly. Even mm-hmm. though even though he's front and center, like... Right. And, and he's the boss, mm-hmm. undoubtedly. You know, the, the band is getting into it because of him. So I think the music reflected... That energy, so I I really like I really like that about that song. But you you had to educate <laughs> me a little bit on the whole process of of perms and yes. made help me understand the song a little bit. And and I think the lyrics are, are really fun. Yes, they are. Um, I, but I really did have to be like, what what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, many people know the word perm and they have a general idea, but it it's. You know, it varies, of course. So, for people of any color, if your hair is curly, when you perm it or relax it, it makes your hair straight. When you are Caucasian or anything else with, you know, anyone else with straight, naturally straight hair, so Asian people, things like that. If if you perm your hair, your hair will turn curly. Oh, okay. You know, so it's not just... Curly to straight, it's yeah. straight to curly as well. That's so, interesting. yes, but because in you know the African American community, you know a lot of black girls they they relax their hair. You know mm-hmm. it's a big thing. I don't know if anyone has seen uh, the movie dot slash documentary Good Hair uh-huh. by Chris Rock, where he you know took an in depth look at the industry that produces the products where you can perm your hair, and. He, He was just making a a social correlation, you know, that, you know, why do black girls feel prettier with straight hair and, Mm -hmm. you know, all the stuff. And it's like a a billion dollar industry. Right. You know, and it's not going anywhere. But it's also not good for your hair. 
is not healthy. So anyway, so, but that's, you know, that's exactly what a perm is. So all the things that go into having a perm is basically what he's singing yeah. about, but done in because a really fun way. Because it's Bruno Mars, yes, it's done in such a fun way, and it's f- it's funny. But you're like, this is a good song, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, because you'll find yourself singing it like, and you're and you think about what you just said, and you're just like, that's how that works. <laughs> or like, huh? You think it look good with a perm? Your hair would turn curly, so you would look like uh i don't know if you know who this is but so at the church elevation church uh in uh charlotte north carolina they're there i knew you wouldn't really know but their <laughs> their lead one of their lead songwriters his name is chris brown he's a white guy with like a who whoville knows and he has the same haircut as you, except his hair is curly. No, oh, that's weird. For those of you uh, who obviously who can't see my hair, I have the I have like a check out our website if you don't know what his hair looks like, guys. I guess so. <laughs> uh, but you know the the comb over with the hard part and all that. You know, a la, he looks fancy. Who's a who's a good example? I can't. David Beckham. I yeah, guess. David Beckham. Yeah, so. that's his signature haircut. Yeah. So just imagine David Beckham with. Uh, Justin Timberlake ramen hair. <laughs> That's what you would look like, but your hair is black, so. Well, close enough, but anyway. I, I don't know, I feel like, I don't think it would look bad if your hair was curled. Gotcha. But you have dog hair in your hair right now, and I'm going to take that out for you. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's run through this, because we're, uh, we still have time. We have a lot um, of time. Uh, so next after that is That's What I Like. And of course, That's What I Like. He performed at the Brit Award 2017. Uh-huh. He performed at... The Grammys. The Grammys yes. 2017, which we were not that huge. <coughs> we're not that huge of a fan of that particular performance. At which, the Grammys. Which we talked about in our last yes. podcast. But the one at the Brit Awards was spot on. was exactly Much what we better. would expect from a Bruno Mars Performance and I was very happy. I I forget I failed to mention why we why we put Bruno on such a pedestal. We really because he's half Filipino. Oh, that too. Well, no. See, okay. So I don't even take that into consideration most of the time, except for when I was for some reason when I was watching his carpool karaoke Mm -hmm. with James. What's his face? James Corden. Yeah, on YouTube. I I don't know why. When I see him talking, I'm just like, he's Filipino. Like he, Bruno Mars, just he just has that Filipino look. He's got that perfect like caramel color and the super curly hair. And if you watch that car karaoke, he was talking about why he wears hats because of his crazy hair. Okay, guys, I know a lot of random stupid stuff about Bruno Mars. Okay, I feel like I have to, uh, I have to watch out. If if Bruno Mars ever comes around, but we'll, hey, we'll Filipino talk, parties, we'll, it could happen. We'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> off the off the podcast. Podcast. Wow. <laughs> Who's from New England here? Anyway, uh, number five is Versace on the floor, which I love when you sing that song to me. So I mean, I love that song in general, and then when you sing it to me, it just makes it more special. Gentlemen, if you have a special lady in your life, sing, sing it the, to her. Sing the song to them. You'll have a great. Day, evening, nope. whatever time but, of okay. the day. In all seriousness, it's this is a great, yeah, in a, a sexy great, way. Um, it really harkens back to uh, maybe a, a James Ingram song that isn't about, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> I love you, but I don't love you. Um, um, or what's a? I'm trying to think of. It's a really like good... a. It's a slow jam. Mm-hmm. It just takes it back to the date, like to the '80s yeah. R&B, where slow yes. jams were just. That was it. You yeah. know, baby making music. That's the there term. you go. There you there go. You go. That's like, what it is. Yeah. Who sings baby making music? And why is my tummy being all gross? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of excess noises <laughs> um, between your stomach and me coughing. Anyway, um, the next song is Straight Up and Down. Yes, that straight is up, okay. Straight Up, Straight that Up. That is my favorite song on the whole album. And I don't know why. I think it's because it just has a mellow, cool vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then the first line is really sassy and and cute and kind of also corny at the same time Mm -hmm. and it sounds like something i would say as a pickup line to you because i don't know if you guys know this but i will just confess that i love cheesy corny pickup lines like if you were a library book i'd check you out that is all me all day and so when we started dating I would just yeah, try. We started and... after we started dating, so <laughs> she trapped me, and then I get all these, all these pickup lines. Stuck with these horrible pickup lines that I thoroughly enjoy. But no, like I just, I was like, I want to make him feel special, but also be funny about it because he's just he's a funny person, and I don't want to be sappy all the time. No, and so you just made me yell no like a goof on podcast. Anyway. Uh, no, I just, I want to make him smile and laugh, but also be like, oh, she really cares about me. So, hence the cheesy, corny, stupid pickup lines that I love and appreciate. Like, are you from Chicago? Because you're blowing my mind. Wow. Jeez Louise. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> this is what I have to You're welcome, with. guys. Anyway. You're oh, welcome. gosh. Um. Anyway, oh. the next song that's, that's up. No. Rightly appropriate is Calling All My Lovelies. <sighs> the song doesn't fit. This song. So in the song, what does he say? The chorus is like, you're uh, not available. So I'm waiting for all my Isha's. Yeah. To answer or whatever. And he starts naming yeah. girls whose names end in Isha. Yeah. Felicia. I, I, no, it's Aisha. Aisha, Alicia, all my Isha's. And my middle name happens to be Alicia. But anyway, I don't know. It just, it doesn't. Did Bruno, call, did Bruno Mars call you? <laughs> no, he didn't. But <laughs> he's in my top three now. So, oh, no. <laughs> I'm no, not allowed to change my top three. No guy shorter than you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I will not be replaced by a tiny, tiny man. <laughs> but anyway. No, I don't know. I just feel like the vibe from this song the the tempo the the music arrangement itself is in line with the album. Yeah, I agree with that. But the lyrics just they're just no. They're they're too modern for you. It's not that they're too modern. They just don't go with the aesthetic and the theme of the album. I guess. Yeah. I I I can I can get that. I still really enjoy it. I think it's a good I, song. I enjoy it, but I just don't think it goes Now, if the song was like Girl, you ain't answering, and now I'm sad, <laughs> and this is why I'm sad. You just want it dialed back a little bit. You don't want... Uh, I don't want him going to look for other girls because that just... Because he's in your top three now? No, it's because you can't go from Versace on the floor trying to seduce her, 
And <coughs> what was that other song? <laughs> uh, Straight up and down, and all these other songs about like it is so a weird cute. placement. I, I will, you know? I will say that it's a weird placement. Maybe it should have been the end. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. That's a weird way to end. I don't know. I don't know where it would. I like go. the way the ending ended. <laughs> um, next song that we have up is finesse. Finesse. Yeah. This is a great, great, great song. Um, we equated it to when we first heard it. We Bobby first, Brown. well, before we got to Bobby Brown, um, we were like, yeah, we were like, this is almost this is very boy, boy bandy. But then it got to a point where it's like, okay, it's somebody who left the boy band. Yes. Bobby Brown. <laughs> yes, because it's it's got the attitude, it's mm-hmm. got the the flair and the flavor and the spice and the what other whatever other food you can <laughs> food analogy or <laughs> description you can put on music, but it's just it's so it's got finesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a good way it, to you put know how it, yeah. Bobby Brown was just that bad the perceived bad boy who just you know my prerogative, you know do whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. but also he had the songs that were soft and tender and just, you know, wanted to romance you like Tenderoni and things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of what this album as a whole reminds me of, which is why I like it so much. So this one, this one for sure is my favorite off the really? album. Really? Yes, this one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I think it's just because of that line. It's like, blame it on my confidence. Blame it on, or blame it on your measurements. <laughs> like, that sounds about right. Like, yeah. Like, it's either. <laughs> it's like either I'm My... feeling real good or you're looking real good. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think... feel like that's something you would say to me. <laughs> I, no, I'm, you know like me. Like, if you I'm do not... pick up lines, that's, that would be all you. Like... See, okay, here's the thing. But you don't out and out say things like that. No, also. I don't. You just. I don't know. You either have a look or... See, okay. I don't know. This this line is effective as you are pursuing a girl, okay? Well, no. I feel like you, even you, you already have me. See, okay. That's that's what, that's the point I'm trying to get at, though. The only reason why I identify, with, identify it now is because I'm in a relationship and I can get away with that sort of thing. If I was single and I tried to, <laughs> like, have that, even... try to have that attitude, it's like... Ain't nothing happening tonight. I'm going home alone. Uh, it's like your measurements may be right, but I, I do not have the confidence. Oh, so. no. That's, that's the kind of guy I was. But uh, and, no. But anyway, it's 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 a great song. And then like... Uh, that's changed. <laughs> no, it's a great song. And then like the... Yeah, it just really has it's that... It's just so funky. That boy bandy, almost Bobby Brown feel. Um... Yeah, I, it was really... If you guys have not listened to this album in totality, you just haven't taken an hour of your life just to enjoy these songs. Wasn't it an hour? It was like 45 minutes, maybe? Uh, I don't it was just... It, it's only, what, nine songs? Yeah, in total? it's a short album. You could probably... No, no offense to Bruno Mars. You could probably... Everyone knows 24 Karat Magic, so you could skip that one and go to the next song. You know what I mean? Save yourself some time. But... If you haven't, like, just take some time and listen to the album from start to finish and you'll understand what I'm saying about the theme of the song and just the, the overall vibe because it's 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 artistically done so well mm-hmm. and it that really a lot is. of artists don't do and pay attention to anymore. And I, I appreciate that. So, yeah. Yeah, as, as anyone who, who appreciates, you know, music mm-hmm. from... 
you know, from yesteryear, really yeah. way, way back. You know, you're going to love... They'll really this. appreciate you, You'll this. really love this album. Yeah. Um, it's, it's awesome. Um, I feel like anyone in general who has an appreciation for music yeah. will, will enjoy it. But I think, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Those who... I think, I think part of the fun of listening to this album was like, okay, where did he get that influence from? Right. Like, yeah. picking out... Uh, like what, what And you that? can pick out the Bobby exactly. Browns and the James Browns. Yeah. <laughs> What's with all the Browns? Well, I don't know if... Just a lot of brown people. Uh, was, is that racist? I don't no. know. I'm, I'm brown myself. Does, is, is that okay? I, I don't know how this works. Um, okay, the last song on the oh, album. Oh, sorry. There's still one more. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the last song on the album is called Too Good to Say Goodbye. And it it's just... It's, a nice slow down song. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to end the to album. End the album, but also it's it's just it's so good. And of course, now I know one of the reasons why it's so good because Babyface was involved. Yes. Yep. So you know, it just I think that this whole this whole album was amazing. But I think that ending it on this song in particular <laughs> was good because. This album is too good to say mm-hmm. goodbye, yes. you know, no matter how cheesy that sounds. But the song itself, I really like the lyrics and, and the melody. And it's not one of those slow songs that make it's like sappy and drains mm-hmm. you and you're just like, yeah, oh, I like now that. I want to spend the day under the covers. It's it's one of those sadder. It's not sad. But it's one of those slow songs, kind of like a ballad it's, that it's bittersweet in a way. Yeah. 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 But it's not so bitter that you don't want to listen to music after that. You're like, okay, let's restart this album and listen again, you know? So. Um, yeah, I mean, this was awesome. I was just looking at the bottom of the Wikipedia page here. Uh, Calling All My Lovelies features additional unaccredited vocals by Halle Berry. No way. Um, huh. You don't have to re-listen to that. Like it. You don't like Halle Berry? <laughs> I do, but my dad, when I was younger, he just always wanted me to get the Halle Berry haircut, and I had really long hair when I was younger, and I was like, I can't. I got too big. Oh, oh the, like the super short, duper short. Yeah. Okay, like the and pixie cut almost. Yes, and I have a large forehead, so I never wanted to do that. I was never that daring. Stop laughing whenever I say anything about my forehead. I think it's normal size, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know. Where Guys, I getting... have a four finger forehead, and my sister likes to say that it's really a five finger forehead, but my thumb is too big. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's it's. I'm biased. I'm, it's my DJ, but no, what? that doesn't make any sense. I can cut that out. That was a weird, weird joke. Um, anyway. I don't know where you're going with that. I, I honestly don't know where I was going with that either. Um, but, no, this was this is a great album. Um, I love it. And maybe we, we can take a look at some other albums, too. Mm-hmm. The reason why we wanted to look at this uh, was, one, it's a great album. Two, there wasn't a whole lot going on in music news. I mean, we were going to talk about the Brit Awards. We are going to talk about Mariah's, Mariah Carey's failed New Year's Eve performance, which but, he just watched. So Yeah, I mean, but there's nothing really interesting going on musically. Please, guys, if, if anyone out there would like to discuss this whole Mariah Carey 2017 New Year's performance, I would love to, to have this conversation. So send us an email, post on our blog, anything. <coughs> our email after you're done dying is shot through the chart 
through spelled T H R U at gmail.com. She gave me her sickness, guys. She was I sick not. last week, and now she gave me the sickness. I did not. Your dad was sick too. You gave my dad the sickness uh, too. No, I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, I would love to talk to you because I just have so much rambling. Like, for, all right, let, let me just, okay. I have to say this one part before we cut to break. Go for it. You have won all these awards. You've made millions upon millions of dollars from these songs. And you sit there on stage saying, you guys know the words. This one hit number one, so it's okay. I don't have to sing it. And other people are defending her like... Yeah, she won all those awards and she made millions of dollars. Exactly. So you, you should know the words. It's yeah. your song. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you've spent 30 years of your life performing these songs. It's fine if you mess up or don't give a shit for one performance. No, people sat there in the cold on New Year's Eve wanting to watch you perform. And you literally, for seven whole minutes, walked around the stage occasionally lifting the mic up to your phone, not even attempting the whole time. The whole, I mean, up to your mouth. The whole time, you're like, oh, it's okay. Maybe if they fix this, maybe if they do that, it's okay, guys. You know the words? I'm going to let you guys sing it. No, that is not how you can. You are a professional performer. That is your job. I'm not going to show up to work and be like, hey, passenger, you drive. (laughs) No, that's not how this works. That's horrible. Moral of the story. Especially because you've made billions of dollars off of it. I don't expect... You better be working hard for those millions that you're keeping. (sighs) Moral of the story. When Uh, you divorce Nick Cannon, you don't don't know how to perform anymore. You're ruined for life, I I guess. I was going to go the other direction with that. When you marry a billionaire, you really don't care about anything. They didn't get married. Okay. Their engagement was broken off. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then there was a contingency that whatever... Jewelry he had gifted to her mm-hmm. during their relationship. This was in the prenup, I guess. Jeez. That she had to give it back. But because they broke up before they even got married, I guess the prenup didn't really stand. So she mm-hmm. still got to keep all that crap. Wow. Anyway, it's time to go to commercial, guys. But we appreciate you listening to me ramble about Mariah Carey and her ridiculousness. Uh, all right. So, uh... <laughs> Wow. Um, Anyway, coming up, we're going to be talking about the next five songs. Song number 35 to 31 on the Billboard Hot 100 Top 40. That seems really confusing to say over and over, but But anyway. you know what we mean. You know, you guys guys know what's going on. (laughs) Trying to pull a Mariah Carey. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll get to that uh, after this break. But exactly, that's like us having the listeners do the podcast for us like you guys do that every time i try to throw a break i'm just saying oh this topic just has me going anyway we'll see you on the other side thanks guys hey guys quick apology we forgot to record the first two seconds of our conversation but uh we're just gonna get right into uh the next section here it is top 40 of 1990 off of the billboard top 100 um some of these songs, we uh, most of these, we I think we knew. Yes. Um, just needed a refresher. Just needed, yeah, definitely needed a refresher, but most of them we knew. Um, and uh, I, some of these are pretty good. Uh, not too many in this one that I I don't think belong there. Uh, but anyway, we'll, let's let's just get through it. Um, so starting at number thirty-five, we have "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel. Hmm. 
Um, I don't know too much about Billy Joel, and I don't think I ever really did. Yeah, I know. But I did know this song, and I did know that I enjoyed it. But of course, when I went back and listened to it, I realized, like, this was, like, a party anthem. Kind of, like, I don't know, like, you know how... I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to because I don't want to inappropriately compare it to something. But like, what parties were you going? No, 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 no. Not. not, I'm not saying this was not for me. Of course, I was like, I wasn't born yet. I was two years negative two years old. Anyway, so it it was. It seems like this song was like the quintessential like anthem, like party Mm -hmm. anthem. Of the of the year, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like when you think of the '90s, when you think of Billy Joel, and you think of this song mm-hmm. because you want to get pumped. <laughs> I, okay, that's I don't know the is, that may be the effect, but the fact just the lyrics don't lend it's to that. But okay, okay. Well, okay, so but that's what I was trying to be sensitive to because even no, again, most of the time people don't listen to lyrics; they just see feel. A slightly up-tempo, a little bit hardcore song, and they're like, party. Yeah. I mean, and then especially with that chorus. Right. Uh, you know, I could see it as being that. Uh, I would right. DJ Bias, all right? I wouldn't put it out there. That uh, should be to your get new people... DJ name, DJ the, Bias. We should have like a, a, a sound effect or a drop every time I talk about DJ Bias. <laughs> or or <clears throat> anytime I reference DJ. If you're in the Austin area and looking for a DJ... Uh, email us at shotthroughthechart at gmail.com. Uh, that's no. his plug <clears throat> for the day, That's, that's my plug for the day. We don't have any sponsors, so I might as well make use of what we have. Are um, you sponsoring us? Is DJ, whatever your DJ name is, sponsoring us? <laughs> DJ Chopin, you know this. That's because I made it up, but I didn't know that was your official DJ it's name. It's official. Okay. Anyway, sorry, okay. we way off track. Um, Do I get royalties or something for coming up with that name? We'll talk Anywhere about that. Anywhere that name appears. We will talk about that later. <laughs> um, but no, this is, this is a good song, um, just because it's a great trip through history. It really talks yeah. about some awesome, uh, you know, not not necessarily awesome, but <clears throat> just... It just it's a good history lesson. It's actually funny because in my I took a history class in high school where we actually had to do the exact same um the exact same sort of thing. So Billy Joel wrote this song and mm-hmm. took references from when he was born all the way up until 1990. Oh wow. So what we had to do in the class was take references from 1990 or whatever, whatever year, year we were born, born, all the way up until what was that? What 2000. Was I was a junior, so oh, 2008. Wow. Okay. So of course mm. people were throwing in like uh, BSB. Uh, yeah, I think a couple of people talked about Backstreet Boys. You talk about In Sync. Uh, what? Just kidding. I'm 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 a Backstreet Boys guy. Anyway, it's you're throwing me off here. Hey. Anyway. Um. See, yeah, jeez, you threw me off. Um, <laughs> but I know I included in mine definitely. I think a lot of people talked Chris about. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people talked about Monica Lewinsky. It was kind oh, of really? crazy how many how many of us referenced her. Um, I would reference her only because of all the puns and songs that were that talked about her. Like what songs? A lot of rap songs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I listened to some horrible music when I was a child. Okay. Well. I can't remember what I came up with, but it was it was a fun activity, and I encouraged Come on, some of you. Give us some. I don't rem- honestly. I don't remember. I just did that assignment. Then why was- did you bring it up? Were you one of those students who just were like, "Yes, 
Oh, I know what you're going to say, oh, and yes. No. Oh, boy. And that's well, why I wasn't a great student. Well, anyway. Uh, how did you pass? This is what I... Okay. From a student like you... Can I finish my no, point? No. So, from a student like you, what's it like? Just, like... It's not fun. How? Okay. Uh, only I the, just, only the a, weirdest things stick. From a nerd? Uh, prime example. From this song. The only thing that sticks out to me, I mean, it's a great song and there's a lot of events. The only thing that sticks out to me is the line when he says Space Monkey Mafia. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to make a band, just create a band with that name. Weren't you in a band? I was in a band, but no, this was before. What was it called? uh, We had two names. I'm not going to get into that. I need to know. We'll talk about it off the air. No. Okay, one of them. Your fans need to know. We did have fans. That's why we don't have a band now. Oh, well, you're. Podcast listeners would like to know how ridiculous you know you what are. if we get to a certain level of how many fans no. we have, I will reveal the name of our band I'll just be- text simply Nathan. because I think some of our music is still out there somewhere floating in the internet. <gasps> it is wasn't that on YouTube. It, no, it was it was covers, and I think there was one original song, and then there was one just nonsense. There was an uh, original song. Was it a love song? It was quite the opposite. Were anyway, you emo? Extremely. Who what? the band was emo? No, the people in it were. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Christian emos? Uh, half. Okay. The other two, not so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, but overall, it's it's a great song, especially if you just want to learn a little bit about history, going all the way back to the 1950s. It was, and, and the music video is pretty awesome. Yeah, as the music well. video was really just cool. like really showing all the changes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like this song, like like I said, it just felt. Because it was a little bit upbeat, the chorus was a little, you know, I don't know, rocky and yeah. listen to me and, you know. Anyway, anyway, moving right along. Uh, next song um, on the list is... Dangerous. Dangerous by Roxette. I love this song. This is a pretty... I, you know what? This was the first time I had ever listened to it. Really? Um, no, sec- second or third time. Mm-hmm. It's one of their. It's not one of their more well-known songs. But for some reason, it's on the it's, top yeah. forty. I mean, I'm, okay, for millennials today, I don't think. I think the ones if they do know Roxette at all, I think it's "Listen to Your Heart." Yeah. And there was one more. I can't quite remember what the name of the song is, but it, I, I think "Listen to Your Heart" would be the one that sticks out most to them, just because of that. Uh, what was the name of that? D four? Not D. D H L D D something. D four L. D wasn't D four L like a. They sang Laffy Taffy. So where, uh, yeah. are you, where are you going with this? <laughs> DHL is not a delivery service or yeah. an internet service. Anyway, that's the name of the... Look, see, okay, that, that brings me to my next point. I like their version of Listen Your Heart better than the new remixed techno version. Oh, okay. But that's not what we're talking about. Okay. This song, I think this is awesome. The one thing that I wanted to bring up about this is the music video. Mm-hmm. Are, like, concert music you videos still... Acceptable? Yes. Are so, they? who just came out with one? Well, okay. So, equate it to this. So, I was going to bring this okay, up. I, I, let, okay, let me... Before you bring that up, I'm okay with, with some rock bands that are that do it. That's uh-huh. that's okay. But I don't know about, like... I don't know if a rapper could do it. I don't know if, like... Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, it's just equate it to... Because YouTube is, you know... The new frontier. Mm-hmm. Equate it. Equate the music video from the nineteen ninety from nineteen ninety to when we go on YouTube and we watch someone's concert recording. Mm. 
like okay. that twenty that Bruno Mars the at the Brit Awards. That's the same thing. I, I, I if he had a music video for that song, I would watch that live Brit Award performance. No, over okay, the music. well, no, that's different because because those concert music videos, a lot of them weren't well, no, sung it wasn't, live. It wasn't a concert music video. It was. For for oh for them yes yeah, for, for, yes. for Roxette yeah, yes for, for Danger. Roxette yes so okay so that is that is a okay, concert music kinda, video okay but with pre-recorded song laid over mm-hmm. you know I still equate it to the same thing even though it's not live or anything of course I don't I don't know it's, I I don't know it's although too, some no because a lot of Korean artists do that a lot of you know Asian artists they mm-hmm. do that for their music videos it's just their concert but. it feels to me, it feels lazy. I don't really. I, I you I'm want not the trying to take of yeah, not, a story. Yeah, I I I grew up in a world where <laughs> music videos were music high. videos were yeah yeah. I want to be a music were a video. story. I want to be a music video writer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I would have totally like back in the day when you know. Like when Juvenile came out with slow motion, I was like, I could have made a way better video for this. The girls would have been hotter and twerking even more. Like, I don't know why when I was younger, I was just so in it to win it for music videos. And it was it was a mess. But didn't you tell me you wanted to be a video girl? I did. Oh, boy. For a hot second, I was just because back then they were just so cute and innocent. All they had to do was walk down the street past a fence and a guy stared at them longingly and then he took her to dinner or held her hand and she blushed and that was it that's in the music video though. exactly you, you realize that though. yeah exactly that's what i wanted to do so you just wanted to do your take and then just leave at the yes. end of the day yes fair i was not trying to hang out with them fair who knows what those people do behind <laughs> the scenes i am a nice girl <laughs> I am a lady. I'm a lady. Anyway, um, but this is is a fun song. I did like it. I liked Um, it a lot. uh, You know, just the the vocals on it. I forgot the lady's name. I want to say it's like Marie something. I'm not even going to attempt to remember her name. But I It's a very Swedish last name. I love her voice. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's very very specific. As soon as she starts singing, you know that's her. Mm -hmm. You know, and I really... I like people with unique voices like that because nowadays... They all kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, yeah, you could say that for some, but not not everybody. Marie um, Fredrickson. Uh, yeah, Marie Fredrickson, and then her the the guy the guy in the music video, Per Gessel. Gee, Sweden, can you add some more letters to some of your names? Yeah, that's like horrible. Short sorry Sweden. for uh, sorry to our Any Swedish. Swedish fan base that we may have in the future. Um, <laughs> we we love you. Uh, Ikea is great. Anyway. <laughs> Swedish meatballs. That's all. Uh, Swedish meat. Sh- Swedish. <laughs> I swear. I tried to pronounce it correctly. Good gracious. This whole anyway. podcast, we both need to learn how to talk. This is, this is, this is going to be a rough podcast. I, I feel like the why. last one was so smooth and good, and this one is just, we got some edits. You want to know why? Because there is a, sick. no, because there's a lack of notes on this show. <laughs> You convinced me to go noteless. No, I was supposed to go noteless. Well, then you inspired and me. And off the cuff, and you were supposed to still do your notes. And now, you just want to follow along with the cool kids, and you can't hang. Um, 
Zeta. There will be more notes in the next episode. <laughs> um, he will be prepared. Is I will what be he means. very prepared. Uh, next song that we have up is "Step by Step" by New Kids on the Block, aka the Jordan Knight Show. Uh, okay, um, this music video and this song, yes, for sure. Uh, definitely, I, he was front and center in he this really, one. I appreciated the dancing. I appreciated oh, yeah. the outfits. Very 90s. Except for those underarm patches that Jordan Knight was sporting. And every time he did a dance move where his arms had to flail up and up and down by his sides like a chicken. All you saw, he was wearing a black blazer and there were white patches. And I'm just like, is there a hole or what is that? I, I really, but the dance moves were ridiculous. Yeah, they the, were awesome. the dance moves were great. You can't deny that new kids had had moves. They really granted did. like less. The, the choreography was the choreography was not that great, but their execution of it, they made that's it. That's fair. That's you fair. know, they made it their yeah. own and they made it really good. They look so smooth too. Yeah, like it was it was smooth, and I'm glad it wasn't just us looking at a picture mm-hmm. of them just. Dancing on a stage as if they're at a concert with nobody watching them, right? <laughs> you right. know, because that's I hate that. That's ridiculous. But it was, I, yeah, I I liked it, and and the song is fairly, it's it, catchy. It's, it's very you know recognizable. Yes. I think majority of people are familiar with the song. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really surprised that it came in this low. Yeah, I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be a lot higher, closer to at least number fifteen yeah. or ten. Because you know, I, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I think when you when you um when you talk about new kids yeah. this is probably their number one or number two uh song that that you would uh, i'm talking about new kids before they came back yes um new 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 kids is, <laughs> that's a different story altogether yes. uh grown men gr- yeah new, new men <laughs> new men on the block uh no but uh but oh all, all seriousness i did i, I oh, love their new stuff I, well, I like some of the, yeah a little with bit the, of more. With the pump and iron. Yeah, of course. I, so, is that, so is... Massachusetts. <sighs> I mean, I... Even though I'm a Rhode Islander, I got some feels for for the new kids. And it's not just because I used to work at the gym owned by Jordan Knight. <laughs> uh, like, okay, so we were talking about uh, when we were watching this. Like, I think Jordan Knight came out you know, on the on on the modern side, okay, Donnie, yeah. of course, yeah, still looks like Donnie. The other guys are looking a little rough. They are okay. So the two with the curly hair, uh huh, and then the I guy with the face. I picture them grown up for some reason. I've seen, I no. have seen all of them. If you watch the summertime video, you'll mm-hmm. be able to pick them out. It, oh, oh, I'm I'm picturing one of them right now. Okay, okay. And I'm like, he's the Justin Timberlake of the group, but, yes. he was, but he was not. The less successful Justin Timberlake. But uh, I'm picturing him, mm-hmm. but for some reason I'm also, I'm like confusing their faces. So I always get new kids and LFO <laughs> mashed together. And I don't even know what LFO looked like. If you're like. a 90s kid and you listen to that very poetic I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch I LFO it, I song. One wish. She's if, been gone since that song. Exactly. I don't know why. For some reason, I associate them together. Just because they reference New Kids. No, but it's not even because they reference New Kids. For some, their look, it just mm. the two the blondes they just mash together. 
I don't know. We'll, we'll revisit when I think, that when we get when to When I LFO. think of New Kids on the Block, I think of Jordan Knight, Donnie Wahlberg, and the blonde kid with the curly hair. Oh, I think I don't the, remember the other. Oh, I, I remember the, the guy, guy with the, the face. face. The I guy. remember. <laughs> I don't. He looked so much better when he was younger. He yes. looked so nice. Now and now he looks, he like looks really short. And he looks like, uh, what's that? The uh, Mexican guy. The. the and he's got muscles. And he's always in every. He's in Spy Kids. Danny Trejo? Yes! <laughs> that's rough. No, but like, I don't know why. Like, his muscles, like, that's what it, he reminds me of. I don't even have to see any. Like, I don't know what it is. He, that's just who he reminds me of. And then the other guy who I don't remember. Uh, I feel I feel bad about just talking about new kids like that, but. I mean, I'm not talking about their talent. Their talent was there, obviously. Their yeah. talent is great. They're still touring. They're still. Are they, are they still touring with Backstreet Boys? I don't know. They they were for a bit, though, weren't they? I have a phone call to make to ask why I did I get tickets to this because... Did you not remember that? No. They toured with, with Backstreet Boys. No. I, th- I think they opened for Backstreet Boys. Okay, who, Thank who, you, Backstreet Who? That's... Okay. Who, that's who how opens you know. For, who opens for who? Exactly. That's my point. If you're saying that they opened for Backstreet Boys... Thank you, BSB, for holding it down. Still. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I watch. I, I watch can't the... wait until Quit Playing Games With My Heart. We're reviewing. Okay. All right. Uh, we, need to, we need to Fantasy keep moving Because um, we're, we're running out of time Did, Is there anyone from New England that went to Fantasyland? That was a great place. Next song. <laughs> Unskinny Bop by Poison. Once again, kind of falls in the category of the concert music. But I think this is a little better because it's not yeah, this one is concert. Better. Yes, it's it's you know performing. On, like I said, rock bands can get away with mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, not. I don't think any other. I don't know if anyone else has attempted to do that because I just don't think it would work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I always feel like okay, so maybe there's like a, a, a like I don't know like an R&B singer or, or, or rapper that'll. Do like a snippet of them, like right, in a concert, yeah. and they a cut to a story. Is fine. Anyway, we're not talking about the. We're not talking about that. We need to talk about the song. What did you think about the the song in general? Honestly, I don't remember it, and I just listened to it about thirty minutes ago. So overall, didn't say good things. Uh, you know, this is you know I I you know, watching that song it that I listening... compared to Millie Vanilli. No, oh. <laughs> we'll get to that one. <laughs> uh, this one, you know, it's just the the eighties hair metal just. Carrying over ah. into the nineties, and that's that's kind of all yeah. it was. Oh, um, oh, with the taxi motorcycle. Taxi, yes, with the taxi motorcycle and the actual. Was taxi. it Brett Michaels? Yes, Brett Michaels was driving that taxi no, motorcycle. Was, yes, he was on the motorcycle. See, um, I remember stuff. You know, it's it's weird seeing Brett Michaels now and then taking a look at him then. He looks the same to me. He looks the same, but Except obviously he's more. He's, buff now. he's more, maybe, but he's obviously. Or he's more filled out, whatever. But obviously, he's you know better looking back then. His eyes, actually, okay, and I said that while <laughs> while they did a close yeah. up of him. Ladies, his watch eyes, the music video. His eyes are so amazing. They're not just green. They're not just blue. They're like they're a perfect... somewhere in between. They're like turquoise. Yeah, they're and it's ridiculous. And it's so not, and of course, back then they didn't have the filters we have now to you know finagle that whole situation. Is Brett Michaels on Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> he could have the dog filter. Oh, jeez. He'd probably uh, rock it still. Yeah. I actually, you know what? This has nothing. This just has solely to do with Brett Michaels and not uh, his band. 
Do you know I, Brett Michaels too? I no, I don't know Brett Michaels, but I what I watched when he had his uh, love show. Oh, on VH, um, was it VH1? Yeah, what was that? Heartbreak, Brett. No, heart, something heartbreak. No, I don't know. But was it? No, it, it was. It wasn't Rock of Love, was it? Was it Rock of Love? I, was it? It might have been Rock of Love. Anyway, it was kind of like that Flavor Flav show. Yeah, <laughs> but wow, <laughs> I was like this guy. You are too good for this. Why are you doing this show? Like, I know you're some sort of famous musician, but I can I can still tell you're old, but you're not pat so old that yeah. you have to go on a TV show to mm-hmm. find fake love. Everyone knows you aren't gonna get married to this. Did he sing young fake love? lady? I thought I thought Drake <laughs> sang that. <laughs> no. Did we, can, he gave him can, that. I, he gave him. Did he write that. it for him? Ah, <laughs> uh, way to go, Brett Michael. Writing Drake music. No, okay, that's that'd be funny though. I would, Imagine that. I, yeah, I'd be. I'd, I'd be would, into it. I'd appreciate that. I would probably like the song even more. Yeah. Um. You know. To. to I, I like the song. I think you know Brett Michaels has a has a great voice, and I think anyone that comes, most of the guys that come out of that hair metal generation, have a voice they, like a great voice. Like you know, we talked still, about Steven Ty- Tyler. Yes. Oh my goodness. On our first episode. Yes. Um But he still has a great. He, uh, well, I don't know. I haven't listened to him lately. He does. He still his oh, voice okay. is still good. Um, he can still perform live. I didn't and know. I think he doesn't need a track. This was this is sort of a, a horrible thing, but I always thought. Every rose has its thorn. Mm. Was uh, was uh, Guns and Roses, but no. it's, it's poison. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. That's yes. that's kind of bad on me. But once again, you know, that's a great a great song as well, and showcases his, his voice mm-hmm. um, very very well. Yeah. So anyway, but this is it's it's a good song, and I think it it's just one of those you know those songs that I imagine conservative white families are like. It's the devil's music, and it kind of is a little dirty <laughs> when you look into the lyrics, but. But the uh, music video wasn't dirty, I don't think. Uh, kind of, kind of at the. I mean, it had dancing neon ladies, and at the end, they uh, uh, two yeah. women trap him in a in a dressing room. Oh, that's true. So well, anyway, there was some they didn't insinuation. Say what there was yeah, insinuation. True. Anyway, they could be pay- playing Parcheesi. <laughs> he could. Enjoy, you have to trap him in a room to play Parcheesi. <laughs> he could enjoy a night. He doesn't want people to know. He could enjoy a nice round of Parcheesi after going on tour. You never know, guys. Yeah, because that's what, you know, that's it's what, what Brett rock and roll. Was, that's what rock and roll is all about. <laughs> uh, could you imagine just a room with Steven Tyler and Axl Rose and uh, Brett, Michaels. Brett Michaels playing Parcheesi? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, last song for uh, this episode is going to be Sending All My Love by Linear. I like this song. Uh, However, I, I want to like this song. I want to. So bad. But... I like it. I don't like the music video. No. But I like the song. So, like Stephanie mm-hmm. was saying earlier, they feel like a rip-off Millie Vanilli. Yes. And I, I don't know. Hispanic like, Millie Vanilli. They just, they, even though it's a very repetitious song, mm-hmm. like it literally, it's just a loop. Yeah. So, then, yeah. It, okay, that's the other thing. Like, they're so monotone about it. There's no real passion behind them but singing. But back then, like, a lot of songs sounded like that because that was the style. True, but I mean, still, and I, like, they did the style well. So kudos! Like, I, to I, you. I like. I get this one could be like a, a, an easy club banger, DJ bias. Club banger. Yeah. What do you mean? 
No, like, okay, you put this on in the club and, like, it's just Everyone something Everyone knows that, it. Well, not, not necessarily that. It's just people will get out on the dance, dance floor and just, like, kind of, you know, just kind of not get down too hard, but, you know, <laughs> it'll, keep the, know it'll keep the tempo going, but that's I, about it. I feel like the tempo and the melody and the music itself, not the lyrics, mm-hmm. just the music is what saves it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, the first time I, I heard the song, I enjoyed it, but watching, like, the music video... And the more like, you listen to it... The more you listen to it, it's just more kind you're of just like... The like, what is... It's yeah. like that, uh, that comedian. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Bo Burnham, and if you haven't listened to any of his stuff, he's pretty funny. He's really funny. He's, he's funny, edgy, but funny. He's very um, edgy. And he has a, he has, he's a you know, musical comedian, talks about... Uh, if you're conservative in any way, don't watch any yeah. of his stuff, please. Um, but he has that that song that mocks that you know it's called repeat stuff, and that's essentially what this song is. It's yes. just sending all my love, you know, and maybe throw some filler lines in between each yeah. one, and that's about it. But basically, saying sending all my love just in a different way. Yeah. So surpri- I, ah, okay, so the one thing I will say is I'm surprised that it reached as high as it did, it, yeah. especially over Poison, especially over um, who else. Especially over new kids, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd still, I would put new kids over. You know what I mean? I, Even the ones from last week, I would still put B. I would put B fifty twos way ahead of this song, but not Rome. Shut up. I would definitely put Luther, and I would put Vanilla Ice and Millie Vanilli MC. I would put all of those. Way before this song, and I don't understand how it made its number. I think it's there. Who was listening to this song that much? Like I said, I think it's just one that was easy for a DJ to put on and make people just kind of be okay, you know, just Mm -hmm. filler. Yeah, you know, because if we're talking about if we're talking about radio plays and record sales. Mm You know, ah, usually gotcha. what you're playing on the radio, there's yeah. a good amount of that being Lunchtime played in Lunchtime rewind, you need a little slow down, but excitement. Something like that. I I don't know. But I, if we, if we restructured it today, mm-hmm. definitely not going to be in my, in my top 40. No, no. Um, it so. wouldn't, 31. Yeah. There, it yeah. beat Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. How did this song beat Ice Ice Baby? Yeah, and it's it it's kind of you know we we recognize that you know we would have been way too young to really mm-hmm. to see any of this happen, but just yet. listening listening to the songs, you know, right. it just doesn't make any sense to us. How you know, this so, could be? So if there's movie. anyone out there who who wants to explain it to us, anyone who was around in the '90s who's either a teenager or you know an adult enjoying this this music, please explain this to us. Yeah. So. Is this your choice too? Like, is this what you would have chosen? Because if so, let's 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 dialogue. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that wraps it up for number thirty-five to thirty-one. Um, Next week will be number thirty to number twenty-six. Yep. Yeah, looking at those, man, it's gonna be. Is it a good one? Yeah, there's one yes, good one. There's one. Um. Anyway, we'll uh, to... we'll 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 have to do our own research and then we'll 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 talk about it on the next episode. But I'm super excited um, to get to that one. Yes. Um, this is guys. Our... We're getting closer to the top twenty. Yeah, it's gonna. Oh, it's looking at the top twenty. That's what I'm yeah. super excited about. So yeah. some of those definitely uh, definitely belong up there. It's gonna be fun to talk about those. But um, subscribe to the podcast. 
So that way you get that download the next time the next one comes out. Yes. And right. uh, also, if you feel so inclined, shoot us an email at shotthroughthechart at gmail.com through spelled T-H-R-U. Mm-hmm. Um, we may have some other outlets. Of course, we are going to have our blog. Yes. Check uh, out the blog for the for show, notes. show notes um, that AC did not take during this particular podcast. Uh, I will make them up. Um, no. Uh, but and, um, and you can dialogue with me about Mariah Carey. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get along to the Twitter and the Facebook, assuming we have enough people who want to actually follow us on there. So, yes. but up and until if, then, imagine if Twitter and Facebook is not a thing by the time we get this stuff up. Just kidding. it's not going to take us that long to do this. You're hey, I haven't been on Twitter in like three years. Fair enough. Uh, Find your episodes on Vine. Uh, <laughs> Catch on, me outside. <laughs> uh, on, 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 on MySpace. Uh, no. I love MySpace. Should, should we make a MySpace? No, like, I'm not going to get into that. Okay, so apparently, side note before we close this, <sighs> MySpace is like the new, like, or they're trying to make it the new place to put your music and look for music and all this stuff. So There's, SoundCloud. Yes, essentially it's a SoundCloud, just... It's everything is This a needs black to be note. a new segment, like right? Steph- like Stephanie's final notes. Stephanie's random add-ins. Yeah. Because every time I try to <laughs> shift to the end, you're like, hey, no, wait, one more thing. Because it's relevant to what you're trying to close out with. I, I get that. Anyway, maybe that'll be a new Guys, segment that we talk about. we need a poll. Does AC appreciate... My random knowledge, or does he not? I do appreciate does it. Does he appreciate it the show. adding to the show? I, anything, Even though he's trying to close it. Anything you add to the show, I appreciate. It's just your timing is weird. Perfect timing. It all coincides. Harmony. Symphonic. I'm going to get very nerdy, but it's it's like... It, I feel like you have the Gandalf philosophy. It's like, a wizard is never early or never late. Yeah. It's Perfect. You guys like my uh, Ian McKellen uh, it impersonation? Too, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad? Yeah. I, I feel like you're not answering the question. You're just right in the middle. <laughs> anyway, guys, subscribe. <laughs> Look out for the next episode. Shot through the chart. Send us the emails. I am AC Ponce. Stephanie Henderson. We'll see you in the next one, guys. Goodbye. Bye.